Welcome to the program. I'm Dan with the WWCU, and I have Tom Baker with me, the president of Jackson County Veterans Organization. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing well, Dan, and thank you for allowing me to be here today. Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about the Jackson County Veterans Organization. So just to get things rolling, uh, what is the Jackson County Veterans Organization specifically? Almost 10 years ago now, um, fellow uh, Vietnam veteran uh, Darwin Thomas and I uh, were watching the young vets come back from Iraq and, and Afghanistan, and we wanted to make sure that the reception that they got was better than the reception we got coming back from Nam. So we we formed uh, what was called then the Veteran Support Group, and it was just to reach out to these young vets and help them with whatever needs they had, settling, settling into the community, into college life, just whatever. So that was the original purpose of the organization. So it didn't actually start out as Jackson County Veterans Organization. It started out as just a support group that you and another veteran wanted to kind of create. Correct, correct. And uh, it picked up steam pretty fast. Several uh, young vets and some of the older vets uh, caught wind of it and and joined us. And then the... uh, You'll have to forgive me with not remembering the initials, but the Afghanistan vets, of which you uh, were, I was an Iraqi vet, had an organization, and uh, we kind of joined forces uh, six or seven years ago and uh, just picked up a few new members. So let's move on to question number two, and uh, what is the purpose? What is the specific purpose of the organization? Well, we can get into a little bit more detail, but I I found a statement that was uh, very relevant to our goal several years ago, and that was that never again will one generation of veterans abandon another. The reception, again, and I won't dwell on it, the reception we got from uh, the country and the old vets was, was not good. And we wanted to make sure that uh, the young vets coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan and were received and treated better. So uh, that that was pretty much it, the purpose. Okay, so it sounds like what you've described is an organization that is that was created and manned by veterans, welcoming and helping other veterans as they come home from Operation Iraqi Freedom and things like that. Uh, that's correct. A lot of the more established vet groups, uh, the VFW and American Legion, uh, they tend to be more or less just meeting and gathering places. And what we realized that when we were young vets, we wanted to do stuff. And uh, the young vets, vets like yourself, that were really no different. So we didn't have meetings, we had gatherings. And at those gatherings, we would sit around and give people an opportunity to uh, talk, to laugh, or to cry. And we also took them out and we did things. Took them to the shooting range. Not many vets don't like shooting. It's a little tougher for some just getting back into the sound of the noise and, and whatnot. But the camaraderie is one of the things that most veterans miss. We will complain about being in there and moaning and groaning, can't wait till we get out. But once we're out, the civilian life is not easy to blend back into for many reasons, 
and uh, so we we offered them that camaraderie. Okay, it sounds like what you've already said the camaraderie that veterans as we come home we just don't get anymore because we're not part of a unit therefore that camaraderie is just not there that's it uh, unit cohesion uh, is something that was driven into our brain and it become part of our psychic really and as contrary as we can be about it sometimes when we're in deep down we really miss it and it gives us a structured purpose in life and one of the difficulties of coming back into civilian life, college life, family life, is that it's not as structured. And oftentimes we struggle to fit in. I myself can actually relate to that a little bit. And I'm sure other veterans who may be listening to this program can definitely identify with that. So specifically, who is eligible to join the Jackson County Veterans Organization? Pretty much anyone who has been a member of the armed forces, we pretty well had it restricted to that, at least initially. We've opened it up a little bit to uh, some of the spouses. Sadly, we've had a few veterans that have committed suicide, and we'll get into that in just a minute. But uh, their spouses uh, have been welcomed. They're a very active and important part of the Jackson County Veterans Organization now. So if you're a uh, military uh, veteran or the spouse thereof and would like to check us out, uh, give us a call. So it sounds like the organization itself isn't just for veterans. It's it's for those supporters of the veterans, their spouses, and other people who may be family members and whatnot of the veterans themselves. Pretty much that that's correct. That's why we um, initially called it the Jackson County Veteran Support Group for simplicity and uh, organizational matters. We um, called it the Jackson County Veterans Organization. But our, our uh, main function is still to support uh, veterans and their spouses uh, and families. And where is the organization based out of now? We're kind of working out of a couple of different bases. We, we work, you could call Silva our home and Jackson County, but we work a great deal with uh, Western Carolina University okay. and the student veterans organization here on campus. We work with Southwestern um, Community College and their veterans organization. And many of these kids are not from Jackson County. So you can't really say that that we limit it to this little area but most of uh, the functions that we do are here local we we do several events through the year to bring veterans in and get them involved uh, we'll get into that in just a minute but they're not necessarily just from jackson county right so uh, so what it sounds like is the organization itself is centrally located in jackson county but has tendrils, if you will, that reach out to Western Carolina University, Southwestern Community College, and maybe some of the other veteran-related organizations in the surrounding counties. We, we work with uh, the VFW and the VVA uh, in Macon County and Haywood County. We attempt, and, and I'm not the techno individual, but uh, there's a lot of vets that, that attend uh, both WCU and SCC online 
and we try to make ourselves available to them also. Right. And they're all over the world. So just to get a little personal for a second, can you tell us what your military background and experience is? Well, I'm an Army brat. Uh, my father was an old brown boot sergeant major that uh, was in the 8th Armored Division under Patton. Wow. Uh, and I tell people that he was just a little bit less gruff than Sam Elliott's character, and we were soldiers, uh, Sergeant Major Plumley. Mm-hmm. I think Sergeant Majors go to school for that toughness. Anyway, um, I am a combat vet from uh, Vietnam. Went in uh, when I was uh, 19. Well, I went in when I was 18. I went to Vietnam when I was 19. I had two brothers in at the time. Uh, one was in Army security, and the other in uh, he was an MP. And we forgave him down through the years. So <laughs> right. That's a little internal joke. Uh, no offense, MPs. <laughs> I went to Vietnam with the 101st Airborne, and I was 11 Bravo, which is a grunt, infantry, and I was a parachute rigger. I transferred out of there after about five months to be a, a door gunner with the 1st Snipe, 1st Cab. Uh, at one time, I thought I might make a career out of it, but it was, it was a tough time, and three years was all I gave them. All right, so three years, and... And you were a door gunner, you said, and but you originally started out as a grunt. Right, 11 Bravo, pretty mm-hmm. basic. Okay. And uh, But I was an airborne uh, 11 Bravo, right. so I so. jumped out of perfectly good airplane. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So we've talked a little bit about what the organization is and what it does to, to a degree. And you mentioned a bit ago about military veterans taking their lives. One of the main focuses of the group is raising awareness of how many veterans take their lives daily. Why is that part of the group's focus, and what are some of the statistics about veteran suicide? To me and and just about everybody in our organization, the, the saddest thing is to spend your time in the military, be it combat or non-combat, no matter where you're stationed. You see and experience a lot of things that oftentimes are difficult to handle. And then coming back out of the military, it's difficult to transition into civilian life. And the, the saddest part is that sometimes the, the, the veteran will, will take his life, him or her. They, there's um, probably more males that kill themselves, but there's, there's quite a few females also. And it, it's just one of those real sad statistics that we took note of out of an organization of uh, that maxes out around 20. We've lost two to suicide in our group. One was an older Vietnam veteran and one younger. And then we've lost two spouses. One was a vet and one wasn't. And it just hits home so much that what we were trying to do is help these veterans and I won't say that we failed, but we weren't able to prevent that. And that makes you strive even harder because these were brothers and sisters of uh, us. And so when you can't reach them, can't help them, it, it hurts. And so the, the number 22 is a number that's uh, thrown around a lot, 22 veterans a day. Some people quarrel with that, saying it's not that high. But if you really dig into it, only about 
34 states out of the, the 50 report suicides. And so, uh, and Texas is one that doesn't. So I personally am convinced that the number is even higher. But whatever that number is, if it's just one, it, it's too high. It, it's us not being able to reach and help that particular vet. So we, we do some events. Uh, the one that comes to mind the quickest is the uh, the Hump or March. Uh, it's called uh, the Hump for 22, and we do that on Mountain Heritage Day, have for the last eight years, and we invite um, veterans and spouses of veterans and friends of veterans now trying to get the numbers up and uh, we march out of the uh, mountain heritage uh, day uh, area into silva and we just try to bring awareness to the number of vets we actually do a little repel and catamount gap emphasizing the number two it's a little photo op but it brings attention. People see that and they think 22, that, that's too many. And so we we focus on the number 22. If you want me to, I'll go ahead and get into the uh, uh, Unseen Scars program also. Yeah, I think we can mention that real quick, but just to clarify a little bit, the main reason that the organization focuses on veterans taking their lives is because not only have has the group experienced it personally, but it's just something, it's like an awareness that needs to get out. It is. It's amazing when you talk to civilians about the number of vets that kill themselves. They're just really shocked. And then the next thing is they want to know why. Oftentimes it's hard for veterans to talk to non-veterans almost about anything, but our humor tends to be a little different and and we look at life a little different. Our organizational skills or our needs are different. So uh, it's it's a matter of veterans need to reach out to help veterans and talk to the brothers and sisters, and that's what it's about. Okay, and you mentioned uh, Unseen Scars. Can you just briefly discuss a little bit about what that is and why the organization puts that on? It's a program that the Jackson County Veterans Organization started again about eight years ago, and it's a roundtable discussion by veterans, not necessarily combat veterans, but veterans, telling an audience of students, staff, and faculty the, uh, not necessarily the difficulties, but their uh, time in the service. Some folks had easier times uh, for many reasons, deployment and so on. But each veteran sort of tells his story. We ask the veterans not to go any deeper into their situation than they feel comfortable doing because, honestly, to get up in front of a crowd and bare your soul is is not easy. Uh, Some of us have done it a few times, and it becomes a little bit easier but we laugh and we cry and and we pretty much tell it like it is. And uh, there again, it's to get the public, the general public, aware of the difficulties. And, you know, we could talk all day. The the, uh, thing that came out of that was the green zone training, trying to teach staff and faculty how to deal with and and help uh, veterans. Okay. You mentioned difficulties, and that brings up the next question. Uh, What types of challenges 
has the organization faced when trying to help local veterans? There again, there, there's, they vary, and there are many trying to get the staff and faculty to understand the veteran is is uh it's that's a broad scope it can deal with anything from uh the instructor needing to explain things more rigidly to veterans than they do some kid just coming out of high school okay. uh, because that's the way our mindset had to work in the military and you're speaking in reference to faculty and staff of western carolina university correct okay yeah or scc for that okay. matter it's uh, one of those things, too, that the veteran will uh, react in class differently. When I, when I got out, um, I came to class, and I wanted my uh, back to my wall. I wanted to get in the back, and the teachers were oftentimes trying to either set you alphabetically or whatever, and I needed that clear space in front of me. That's a seemingly simple thing. But it was a need that, that I had, and a lot of veterans have that. And some faculty and staff couldn't quite understand why you were bowing up when they tried to set you in front of the class. So mm-hmm. I can go on and on, but between that simple notation and the way the information is presented in the class compared to the way uh, the old drill sergeant or platoon sergeant drilled it into you, there's many variables. Is there anything that we have not covered during this program that you, as the president of the Jackson County Veterans Organization, would like to touch on real quick? Uh, We've kind of hit around the circles of it, but hopefully anybody out there listening, when they come up to talk to or be around veterans, that they would understand better and be uh, aware of the things that the veteran goes through. You know, you don't need to be sympathetic. You don't need to be apologetic. You just need to be aware that these issues occur, these these feelings, and not be shocked when, when uh, say, on the 4th of July, the vet doesn't want to go downtown and, and see the uh, fireworks. Or when, when he does, he jumps and maybe almost wants to hide behind something because that's uh, that's survival in a basic sense that, that occurs. So uh, just be aware of your veteran friends and family and uh, do your best to understand their perspective. Okay, I think that's pretty sound advice. And if there's veterans that are listening or if there's civilians that would like more information, about the veterans organization itself how can people contact uh, the jackson county veterans organization the simplest way um, we hand out uh, cards Um, you daniel are the vice president and you hand out cards oftentimes i've got one with my phone number Uh, uh, my cell phone is area code 828-508-5522 and uh, my email is t as in tom r baker 817 at yahoo.com. If there's anybody that knows of a, a friend, a, a veteran that's maybe needing help or wants to talk to our organization, please do not hesitate. Give us a call, you know, day or night. We've gotten calls in the middle of the night from veterans' uh, families that are afraid their veteran's going to commit suicide. So we try to be there as well as we possibly can. 
for those that are looking to contact Jackson County Veterans Organization, we do actually have a Facebook group. So if anyone would like to contact us on Facebook, you can just look up Jackson County Veterans Organization as a group on Facebook and then ask to join. And I think that's going to wrap us up right there. Uh, is there any last-minute things that you would like to Well, I, I would like to say uh, thank you again. And this radio station has been very supportive of our efforts to bring awareness of veterans' needs and concerns. And uh, just thank you very much. All right. And thank you, Tom Baker, for being with us. And thanks to our audience for listening to the program. I'm Dan with WWCU.